This is a Sandy Boy Productions podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Why Is Everyone Yelling with Lindsay Hine. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm so grateful you are joining us today. Thank you for being here. Today's a fun episode. I'm talking to returning guest, Rachel Amarante. Rachel was on the show last summer, episode 39, when this podcast was just a baby. Uh, She and I talked about finding joy in motherhood and summer sanity ideas and tips last year. So that's a good one to go back and listen to if you are new here. Um, Rachel is an author, a speaker, and she has created the Awakening Motherhood Project. She talks very authentically and just in a really honest way to mothers and has a passion for living life with a little less BS, more joy and purpose. I always feel like I get a little something when I go visit Rachel on Instagram. She's Rachel underscore Amarante over there. Okay, this time with Rachel, we talk about burnout and ways to tackle it, things that we do to face it head on. First is acknowledging it, right? Um, One of my favorite things we talk about in this episode is choosing to unhurry yourself. Why are we always in a hurry? We're always in a hurry, it seems. Uh, So anyway, uh, we end the episode with some fun favorite things that we're both loving. And this is super casual. You know, I love bringing on more formal conversations, you know, like my conversation with Julie Lithcott-Hames or Kelly Siphon that we just had last week. But I also love these more casual conversations where I feel like I'm truly just talking to one of my friends, which I am because Rachel is a friend that I met online. Uh, So I hope you enjoy this. If you do love it or like it even a little, could you please take two minutes and leave us a rating interview on iTunes or Spotify? It's hard to show up in the algorithm on podcasts when you're searching for shows like this. And when you leave ratings and reviews, that helps. So I don't know much more about it other than I know it helps. So if you could do that, that would be appreciated. And just share it with your friends on social media or your text your group of mom or dad friends or people you know that might be interested. That would be super appreciated. Like so, so much. All right. And before we get started here with Rachel, I want to thank Gooder for supporting this episode of the podcast. Do you all like Gooder sunglasses? I feel like every other person I see is wearing them these days. They are cute. They're functional. They're fashionable. They don't slip around when you're chasing after your kids, going out for a run, whatever it is you do. And they have really fun, funky styles as well as classic styles. I love the aviators. I love the runway shades. Guess what? You all can save when you go to gooder.com and use the code Lindsay15. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-1-5. For 15% off your first order, go grab yourself some Gooder shades. All right, friends, enjoy my conversation with Rachel. All right. Today, back on the podcast, we have Rachel Amarante on the show. Welcome back, Rachel. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to catch up with you. I, I can't even believe it's been almost a year since we chatted last time. I just, I can't. I know. What is happening with this time thing? 
I, I know. I mean, it's crazy. And I, I feel like I promised myself I would never be the mother that was like, it goes so fast. And I'm still not because part of me is like, thank God in heaven. But on the other hand, I'm like, hold on a hot minute. Like, wait, what? And then like, as their lives go fast, like our lives as mothers, like we were just saying before we um, jumped on, ju- jumped in and recorded this, like, wait a minute, you were moving last year. Like I had just launched the stuff that I'm working on. And it feels like time hasn't even gone by. I don't know. It That comment that you made about you don't want to be the mom that's like, yeah, it goes by yeah. so fast. I never know how to balance that because it's so yeah. true. Yet, I do think back to when my first son, who's almost 10, was born. And I'm like, no, that seems like a really long time ago. Like yeah. if I really think about it, yeah, I can't believe we're here. But also mm-hmm. I think back to like who I was and like oh what my, my day-to-day looked like. And I'm like, no, this feels like a long time, which actually – makes me feel good about the future. I know it'll keep going by faster and faster. I get it. Don't, don't come at me moms that have grown kids. I get it. Um, but I never know how to balance that because I'm like, well, it does go by fast, but I don't know. And I think that's a really smart way to look at it because we're not just looking at it through our kids eyes. Like, yeah. Okay. So my oldest is almost, he'll be 12 this summer. So I'm not like looking at it through his, I'm like, wow, yes, we have done a lot with you in 12 years. And then subsequently the other three of them. Right. But when we look at it for ourselves, I'm like, thank God I am not still yeah. 24-year-old that I was. Yeah. And God bless all the 24-year-olds, mothers, new mothers who are doing it right now, you know? Um, and I just, yeah, if any moms come at you, like, shame on them because they're just in a different place and we yeah. all need to just help each other out and appreciate where each other is in their cycle of motherhood. I love a, te- a mom of teens or like grown kids who like, talks about how much they love that phase yeah. rather than mourning, like missing Agreed. the little ones. Cause I'm like, don't make me sad that I'm going to miss what I'm going through mm-hmm. right now. I don't want to mourn it yet. I'm literally in it. Yeah. They, we have a couple friends who have four boys also, but their youngest is our oldest uh-huh. age. And so I'm constantly asking them like, what can I expect? Okay. What do you love right now? Okay. What should I do more of right now? Because that I'm go, I might not be able to do that later or that part goes away. And I mean, in all honesty, I've been doing that for years with them. And it kind of was one of the catalysts for me being like, well, wait a minute. Like I'm actually that person for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And then if that person can be that person for somebody else, like that's what we need more of in each other. So I, I got that from, I have a lot of that from the women that are already in my life that I'm so grateful of that could say to me, go so goes by so fast, but instead they choose to say practical, actionable Mm. things that that might help me in my journey of where I am now. Yeah, we were just at um, like a brewery the other day and I saw that we had three of our kids with us. One of them, actually, our five year old stayed with the neighbor. She was like, you can just leave him. And that was great because actually our five year old can be more of a handful than our three year old, which is kind of like flip flopped, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, But (laughs) we were with two other families. The one family has a nine, a four and like a one year old. Okay. And then the other family has a 13 and then two nine-year-old twins and they're buddies with my oldest. And okay. um, we were kind of talking about, you know, the the family with the baby, they were like about to leave because like the baby was super tired and it was just time to go. And yep. um, we were, she was talking about like, does she want to have another baby? And, and the mom that had the nine-year-old twins as their youngest, they, she was like, I'm just, I'm just telling you, like, it's really nice right here. Like, this is really good right now. So just just yeah. so you know, this is good. And I'm like, okay, I needed to hear yeah. that. That's good. And yeah. so did the woman with the baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think a little bit more 
kind of honesty and and empathy is good. We need that in in each other. And and it's hard to compare. You know, we can't compare. Like you just listed listed off all those different ages and all those different children and it, you know, there's so it's so important to find those people that you're okay asking those questions to and okay getting the responses from in our lives. Shout out to the neighbor who kept the five-year-old. Let's just say right? that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your third, right? Yeah. Yeah. That would be your third. Oh yeah. My third. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Thirds are, although my four-year-old, my fourth, he is a monster child. Uh, it's nothing like my other three were. I don't understand. I'm like, do you not get enough sleep? Cause we're at baseball until 10 o'clock uh-huh. every night. Uh-huh. That could be, but I mean, just a terror. I don't understand. Oh my from. gosh. It's so funny because my, my fourth is like really chill. I think oh, God knew I needed jealous. that. What yeah. are, remind me your ages. I didn't, I can't remember if we were super close in our kids' ages. Yeah, they are okay. So Sunny is four, and then nine, ten, and eleven. Oh, your three are really close My together. Three are really close together, and then and then yeah. you have a little bit of a gap. I was trying. Yeah. I was trying to remember that before the call. Yeah. Nine, ten, eleven. Wow, that's close. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so one of the things that Rachel and I are going to talk about today is burnout. Yes. Anybody listening feeling burnt out? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure some of right some here. people are. Mm-hmm. Um. But tell me your feelings on this topic because I know you have big ones. I do. I have big feelings about this. And I was so excited when you were like, yeah, let's do it because I know you like to shake things up a little bit too. My problem with burnout right now in our lives as mothers is that we are really good at talking about it. All the memes, all the conversations, all the funny emails that you see copy and pasted into Instagram or wherever, like, are you burned out? How's your burned out day going? Um, what else contributes to burnout? Like that? Great. We all know that the world of motherhood is burnt out, but what are we doing about it? That is my entire platform really is I don't like to talk about things without putting action behind mm-hmm. them. So and all of us are burnt out. I don't care if you have your dream job and your kids are all settled and your marriage is wonderful and whatever. Like we will still feel burnt out throughout our lives, especially after coming off of the couple of years that we came off of. But I think the important thing is not to try and fix burnout with a pedicure, with a target run alone, with a joke on Instagram, even with like a weekend away to like, quote unquote, fill up your cup. But like, what are we doing for the long term and what solutions do we have to provide each other to recover from burnout over and over again? Because those small things that are filling up our cups once in a while, that's just getting back to like neutral ground. Right. That's not helping us to level up our lives, to achieve our wildest dreams. That's just helping to get us right here. We need those things. Like those things are massively important, I think. But they're not going anywhere beyond neutral. And I think that we have an opportunity, I know that we have an opportunity to talk about burnout in a way that it's like, okay, so how can we help each other to recover over and over again when we when we are feeling these burnt out tendencies? What do they feel like? What do they look like? And then what can we do for ourselves and for each other to help us recover from some of this? It's like it's a lifestyle change. It is. I mean, it is, it has to be what your total yeah. lifestyle is. I mean, it's kind of like 
I always think I always compare things to exercise, but it's kind of like until it's a full lifestyle shift, it's just going to feel like a bandaid like, oh, I'm trying to lose this weight or, oh, I'm trying to be consistent here. And it's like, well, no, it has to be like this is just how you live your life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. That. Yeah. Well, I I 100 percent agree. And I think that it makes me a little bit sad for the generation of mothers who are even right after us Mm. who are coming in, seeing, I mean, I, I have women who don't have kids yet ask me like, Oh my God, I really want to be a mother and have kids, but like, it looks hard and awful and your life has to change and all these things. And I'm like, Oh my God, what are we putting in this world? That's making these young women feel that way. And yeah, you know, I I don't know. Like, and so I, I am honest with them always. And I've learned that that honesty is actually helping them instead of funny memes about, you know, spit up and sleepless nights, which I love. I think they're hilarious and I love them in the world because I'm already a mother and I've already been through that. And I know that the good outweighs the spit up Mm -hmm. every single time, but many people don't. Yeah. You know, when I, when I'm like processing everything you're saying, I think that one thing that's really hard is what makes things easy is money, right? Easier as far as like getting help, getting childcare, all those things. And so I feel like there's just, and I'm just speaking honestly here, like where my thoughts are, like when I see a friend or a neighbor who has like babysitters all the times and things like that, I'm like, oh, but motherhood is easier for them. And it's really easy to get caught in that comparison yeah. However, it is easier if you have a lot of help, right? Yeah. I don't know where to go with that, but I that's yeah. something I think about a lot. Like when mm-hmm. people have a lot of helpers, I feel like there's this like jealousy thing. It is. And I personally don't have a lot of helpers. And so I see and feel your sentiment about looking on the outside. But the work that I do with women is very little to do with what's on the outside. And instead, I work on what's on our inside. And that's not cliche or fluffy because you know I'm not fluffy. Um, but but that's really what it is. And so I had to learn the hard way a few times that there are people in this world, everyone can take on different things. Everyone can take on different amounts Everyone, every mother in this world is going to be different than the next one standing next to her. And it does us zero good to compare what's going on in our life to somebody else's. Because we might see the babysitters walk in and out. We might see the extra help here and there, but maybe their marriage is falling apart. Maybe they, you know, what do I say to my husband when he's mad at a driver next to us and they make, you know, a shitty move or whatever? I'm like, maybe she's going through a divorce. Right. I, you just don't know. Maybe they are just assholes. I have no idea. But like, that's, <laughs> not for, that's not for me. Yeah. Like that gives me no good energy. That doesn't help my life or make me a better, happier person. And so you just got to let that go. You just got to, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it, you know, it only matters what is in us. And I think that if we can instead, cause some comparison is good, right? Like I always refer it back to exercise and nutrition and stuff like that. Cause that is my constant in my life, just like yours. And that has gotten me through so much in my life and, um, and so much burnout in my life. It has helped me through all of that. So 
when I think about, you know, that, that translation, that can be good comparison. That can be inspiration. Mm, That can be drive. You know, that can be a community of supportive women. And I have one of those. And now I'm like, hello, join me. Like, this is what we need. We need to bring each other up with a positive comparison. And I think that we need to stop talking about motherhood and what other mothers are doing in a comparison, in a comparison way. And think about it in a daunting, like if you're looking at your motherhood life, comparing it to everybody else's and which is easy to do. And I bet a lot of people listening, it is, I I do. And like, I'm not saying that I don't, I definitely do. But then I've learned how to like, yeah, that's not serving me. Right. Turn it around. Yeah. Shut, you know, you can shut that part off. But if you're constantly feeling like you're overwhelmed and comparing yourself to other people and other mothers, then you're spending too much time looking outside and not spending enough looking inside. You might be spending too much time on social media too. That's, yeah. Yes, you will. (laughs) You are. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, it's easy to do. You are. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's talk about ways to tackle it. I have some ideas of my own, but I'll start with you. Like what, what, give us a one thought for like Mm -hmm. a tangible step we can take. Yeah. To, are we talking specific comparison? No, like burnout. Burnout. Back to burnout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about burnout. Um, I think for me is the first thing is accepting that it's okay. Mm -hmm. And that is often hard to do. Um, I feel like I used to, when I used to feel the feelings of burnout, which for me are my gut issues come back. I overexercise. I snap at my kids. Um, I'm tired all the time. I'm just, I'm just crabby and annoyed at like everything. And so when I start to feel those things, what I used to do is try to fix it by like going faster, like hustling more, just thinking I could just like close my eyes and power through it. And that never, ever worked. Um, so realizing, so first I would say as an actionable thing is like, listen to your body, listen to your gut. If it's telling you to slow down, slow down. If it's telling you, you need to run five miles, go run five miles, you know, like listen to your body. And then after, then the second thing to do is, um, I go through, and this is what I do with all my clients and all of the women that I work with is called an icky guy. Have you heard of that or ever Mm -hmm. done one? No. (gasps) Oh my God. You got to do one. I'll send it to you. Okay. Okay. It's an ancient Chinese. It's like, I did not make this up. It's an ancient Chinese practice that. I took a few years ago and it has changed, it changed my life and it changed like the path of my life. And so there's these four circles and one is, oh my God, I'm totally going to forget them now, but it's like, uh, what you love, what you are good at, what you can be, what, what, what you can be paid for and what the world needs of you. Okay. And all these circles are like intertwined. I know no one can see my hands, but you, but they're all like, you know, interlooped like that. And you really like take your business brain out of it, take your financial planning out of it. And you just fill in, you fill in these circles of the things that fill you up, that make you a good person, that bring you joy. And then you look at how they cross over and how they intermingle with each other. And when I took this years ago, I was doing something that I thought was pretty amazing on the outside. But then I did this and I was like, I'm not doing any of this stuff. And that is why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling about everything in my life. Um, So it's what you love. What you love, what you can be paid for, what you're good at, and what the world needs of you. Hmm. It's so interesting because what you love and what what you're good at can be different things. 
Absolutely. Oh, yep. that's kind of, this is kind of, this is kind of hard to think of. It is. And, and you know what, like what I do and I tell, I tell people to do this is I either hang mine on my fridge or put it on my bed, on my um, bedside table. And then I just fill it in for a whole week, like whatever pops into my brain. So it, change, you know, it can like, change. Absolutely. And like, yeah. I go back to mine every couple of years or maybe even less than that when I'm like making big decisions in my life and I cross things off or I'm like and add things and move it around. Um, and that like is, is our superpower. Like that's what we need to be giving to this world. And so when you talk about like things that you can really take action on, that would for sure be, be one of them is taking, using the icky guy in that way. The icky guy. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it, icky guy. Yep. It's I-K-I-G-A-I. Okay. Everybody go look that up. We'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> um, I love what you said about like slowing down. And I love the thought of just telling yourself like unhurry yourself. Yeah. Like, what are you hurrying oh, no. for? I feel like yeah. it's so easy to hurry. I mean, I have a kid who likes, like, can't stand being late. Do you have a kid like that? Me too. Yeah. My oldest. He my wants oldest. me 20 minutes early for everything. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder I don't if it's the oldest thing. It must be. Yeah. Yesterday we had um, parent-led conf- or student-led conferences. So they were doing oh. conferences at school. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Okay. So he, yeah, I love he, that. he walks me through all of his work, everything he's doing. He, the teacher's not even involved. We just go to the school and he walks That's me through awesome. everything. Really cool. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like an open-ended thing. Like you, you sign up for a time frame, but it's like, it takes as long as you need. And they're right. just trying to get an idea of like what kids go and what time, like to kind of see how many kids will be in the building at once. And, um, we were going to be probably like two minutes late and, uh, we were picking up my other kid. He was at the neighbor's house and he was walking purposely slow. And I mean, my oldest was just losing his yeah. mind, like going yeah. crazy. And then afterwards, we had a soccer party and uh, we needed to stop at Harris Teeter. So I wasn't the mom that showed up empty handed. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were going to be 20 minutes late to the soccer party. But like it okay. was like a rolling yeah. entrance soccer. It's I like mean, yeah, show up between five yep. and seven. Mm-hmm. Just lost his mind. Everybody's going to be leaving. It's going to be over, you know. And um, I say that because it's like. It might be, sound nice for me to say, like, unhurry yourself, but yeah. it's hard to do when you have someone in your family who is oh constantly hurrying you. At you. Yes, barking at you. Mom, we have to leave right now. Mom, we have to leave right now. Mom, we have to leave right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I don't know how yeah. to remedy that, but if I can call myself to say, yeah. oh, we're going to be late, like, to stop worrying about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is hard when you have a kid you know, constantly pushing. And he's like emotionally distressed about this. It's not like yeah. he's just trying to be a huge yep. turd. He like literally is upset about it. I agree. And my, my son is, it's mostly, and maybe this was the same with yours, like going to the school to show your mom this big thing. Like mine is always like, we need to get to baseball on like early. Yeah. We're supposed to be there at five. I want to be there at four forty-five. Mm-hmm. And part of me is like, you are not the only person in this family. Right. There is six of us. Right. And there's a level of respect of everyone's time. You know, you will be there on time, but you probably won't be early because I've got three other kids that have to go different places. Right. But maybe if like we like write, I'm a huge also a tactical thing is like write everything on a post-it. There are post-its on my kids' mirror in their bathrooms of like baseball quotes and like Renee Brown quotes that I've read them before and things like that. But I have them on the fridge too. Like in my own bathroom, it says surrender. And you use post-its. Oh yeah, actual post-its. Okay, I'm gonna yep. get some post-its. Yes, and but like you could write unhurry and put it on your I on love the blocker, that. Your little cubby. 
or on your garage door. You know, I love that even more than slow down for some reason. Unhurry sounds like you're releasing yourself like of that burden. It it feels intentional because like when we say like slow down, I feel like, you know, I'm just yelling at them because they're in socks in the on the wood floor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, it's so true. Unhurry. (laughs) And I've had this motto since like I I think since I have my second kid, it's like, I'm just going to be late sometimes and not in a disrespectful way. Like I'm going to show up to doctor's appointments on time, like things that are important. I'm going to make sure I'm on time. But like, if this is like a rolling entrance thing or like a -hmm. casual thing, a birthday party, like we're going to be late. Like we, you know, maybe we won't be, but like, it's okay if we are. Yeah. And I think 90% of the battle is again, it starts with us, the mother, our mental. And that's something that's hard for me because I'm, the oldest type A, super organized, right? Like I like to be on time too. I like to have it all together all the time. And the minute my anxiety rises about that, so does everybody else. Oh yeah. The, it, everything gets hot. Everything, everything gets heated. Yeah, everything is a domino effect. And then we're all, you know, crying at the party when we get there. You know, I wonder if it's an oldest child thing. I mean, I know that there's so many like, I know who knows, but my oldest, my sister, who's the oldest cannot stand that we are always late. She's like, yeah. oh, you're going to be there an hour after everybody else arrives. Like, and she, you know, and she doesn't like and my other, but my younger sister hates to be late too. So I don't know. Maybe the middle child know. is like the free spirit child. Who it knows? is. Yes, you are. Cause yeah, which I love and I need, like I learned so much from my second born yeah. because we're exact opposite in that way. And I'm like, all right, like I, I can, I can dig that. Like I appreciate that a lot. I need that. Yeah, for sure. Um, another thing for me that has been helping with burnout lately mm-hmm. is I have really been intentional about not drinking alcohol during the week. Mm. And that's been yeah. really hard for me. Like it's been really okay. hard because on nights that I'm home and we don't have anywhere to go, um, I want a glass of wine at like five thirty, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but my energy is up. Um, and I think that this is something that like people don't really want to hear. Because if you enjoy your glass of wine most mm. nights or what, whatever it is you right. have, like, you're like, but that's my, like, Band-Aid or that makes me feel good for a little bit. I knew for a long time that that was um, masking some anxiety and things like mm. that. Yeah. And in the last, like, probably two months, I've, like, really been intentional about this. And I just feel so much better. And... I don't feel like this like pressure, you know, to like, do I have a drink? Do I not have a drink? No, it's, it's Tuesday. I'm not, I'm just, I don't drink on Tuesdays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, and I think that that's very hard and it happens for all of us in different ways. Mine is like when everyone goes to bed, even if it's like nine o'clock at night and I'm ready to go to bed, I'm like, oh no, I'm going to have like my, mine is dark chocolate chips Mm. and like on a, on a rice cake. Is it bad for me? No. Good Lord, Rachel. But like, is it something that my body needs to fuel me so that I feel great in the morning? Absolutely not. Because then I go to bed with a stomach ache and wake up tired. Yeah. You know, so I think that it, that's different for everyone. Alcohol is a is is a big one, just as I think food is addictive as well. Different types and oh, yeah. sugar and stuff like that. So yeah, I love that tactical one. And now you're inspiring me to let go of my chocolateness every single night to wind down (laughs) it's it's pretty funny like not funny maybe that's not the right word but like as we get older that um like having a big piece of cake or something affects me 
how I feel in the morning just as much as some, a couple glasses of wine. It's like all that yeah. sugar. Whereas yes. even 10 years ago, it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. It wasn't a big thing. And I swear to God, the nights that either one, I do have a glass of wine or two that I have my chocolatey dessert is like when someone needs me at 3 a.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, right. I'm like, what? How? It's like, a curse. How is that actually possible? Like, I, what? Is that a real thing? Like, it, what? I can never, un- I can't explain it. So I think like giving up the whatever the crutch is, right? Like yeah. whatever the thing is. And it's not that it's bad like all to do no. sometimes, but if it feel whatever it is for yeah. you, if it feels like it's a crutch, like if it or it feels like it's a Band-Aid, maybe reconsider the kind and of that, Band-Aid You know, that goes back to the same things that we were talking about before of sort of fixing burnout. Yeah. Those yeah. are our small fixes. That's not fixing I don't really anything. feel like fixing burnout. Like when I get those feelings of anxiety and gut issues and overwhelmed, those are supposed to be there for a reason. It's just like going through the grieving process, let's mm-hmm. say. We need that. We need to feel that way because it reminds us to realign. Yeah. You know, it reminds us to like, okay, something's not working right now. So let's, let's, listen to ourselves and to our bodies and to the women around us who inspire us and let's, you know, not fix that, but let's figure out where that's, what that's rooted in. Hey friends, I want to tell you about shoot photography. This is an amazing photography service that couldn't be more simple. They have 30 minute outdoor sessions that are absolutely free to book no sitting fee, and you only pay for the photos you love. My family had pictures done recently. It was so quick, so simple, and we got our pictures back one day later. They are perfect for family portraits, maternity, milestone birthdays, engagements, personal branding, whatever it is. Um, Beautiful outdoor locations in over 60 cities. Check it out. They only use the best photographers who have been highly vetted prior to joining their team. My photographer for our family was amazing. She actually connected me with Kelly Siphon, who was our recent podcast guest. This was such a great experience. You all can go to shoot.com, S-H-O-O-T-T.com. Book your free session. And then when you go purchase your photos, when you purchase five photos or more, you can use the code SANDYBOY. That's the name of our podcast network, Sandy Boy Productions. Use the code SANDYBOY for 15% off five photos or more. Go check it out. You won't be disappointed. All right. Enjoy the rest of my conversation with Rachel. I think we also have like an overcommitment problem, right? In this, oh my in our country. It's insane. I'm an undercommitter and I that's also kind of a problem probably. <laughs> I think it's fine. You've committed to having four children. I feel okay. <laughs> Done. Check. Moving on. My problem is like right now, I don't know about you guys, but I have probably four different apps oh. for the four different baseball teams my kids are on. None of them will convert to my Google or Apple calendar. Oh, that's so annoying. It's awful. Like I, I don't even know what to do about it. So I just look at four different calendars every single day and figure out where we're going. Oh my gosh. Insanity. We just have the one, I have one app. It's play metrics. Do you use that one? No, that's not even one of the ones we have. Yeah. Th- we, cause we, our kids play soccer and only two of them are in a league where they even use the app. And, um, it's the same app for both the boys. So 
because they're in the same league. So I'm like, yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. Um, my friend just no, texted me on team. Each team. Oh, each team one. has a separate app. Sure do. The the league needs to have one app. Thank you. Which mm-hmm. is so play metrics is really nice because okay. it I'll just look into that one. And well, I'm going to, you know, when I have time send it to your people, I will wave my flag of horror and tell them that they're burning us all out. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's yep. it's like literally it just gives you like your organized dates and the different teams. And yeah, it's actually that's I guess I would really recommend that app. Okay, um, great. Yeah, we have like Sports Engine, Game Changer. There's another one that has like an orange logo that I can't even remember the name. It doesn't matter. I just open it every day and figure out where we're going. Yeah. Um, my friend that texted me the other day, she's about to have her first. Well, she's having twins. She's having her first two babies. In. Oh, wow. She was like, what do you use to organize your life? And I was like. But uh, <laughs> nothing. Well, I love that she came to you. But yeah, if someone asked me that, I'd be like, "Huh, good That's one." Cute that you think I have my life pencil. organized. <laughs> I have a simplified planner that is not even. I think that my planner, my simplified planner, I think it helps me keep my brain straight for like sponsors on podcasts more than anything because okay. I can like physically look at the calendar and something about physically looking at it and not on the computer like separate from the computer is helpful for me to process that mm-hmm. other than that I don't know that I really helps me with much else yeah okay so here's what I do and actually this helps with burnout too so we're staying a little bit on topic yeah yeah is I have an excel because I'm totally old school and I love excel and so I have an excel for my business that's like here's my five, three, and one year goals. And then I break them down by month Mm. and then underneath each of the things. So like for me, it's like, here are speaking, here's my one-on-one client, like the, like the top things that I'm working on, like, you know, publishing the book, whatever the things I'm working on. And then anytime I get an idea or a thing I have to do, I just drop it under which category. Yep. So that it can get out of my brain and go over there. And then what I have is literally a piece of paper. I don't think I have it on me, but and I separated out into four quadrants. I got this from a girlfriend of mine. One is home. One is my business. One is my family. And one is me. Mm-hmm. And then so every week I go through and drop in what needs to be done for those categories as to not leave out myself, as to not, you know, as to sort of go around instead of having, I used to have like just a laundry list of things that I thought I was going to do. And I would never actually give myself any time. Or give my home anytime. Um, but so then I would, for the business side of it, I take what's on the Excel, really prioritize like what needs to happen this week or whatever, drop that into my written one so that that doesn't seem long and overwhelming. And then I really just go from quadrant to quadrant. You know, one morning I make all the dentist appointments and then I go over and do something on my business. Then I do something for myself and something for my home. That's really smart. Does that help you with, um, you know what I struggle with is once I get my kids dropped off at school. Mm-hmm. Some, okay. So some, some mornings I work a little bit before they go to yeah. school, depending on when people yeah. get up and just like yeah. what the vibe in the house is. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe I get an hour done. Maybe yeah. not. Um, but as soon as I get them dropped off at school, I get home and I sit in my car and I look at my phone and I'm like, I don't even know what to do. Like, it's like the moment you have the free time, you're like, I could get so much done, but like, what Uh do I do? Mm -hmm. And then oftentimes my best ideas and my energy (laughs) for work comes back 
once they're home. And like, I've had the four hours, right? I've had the time. Yeah. But now I want to work when they're home. And I'm like, is that just me like pushing off my motherhood? Because you know, you can't really give that time, but all your ideas are coming. So then you can just like, sure. Really quick. Sure. And not forget them. That's a good idea. But yes, I agree. But also that's okay because that for, I mean, obviously don't take like four hours to sit in your car and then wait for <laughs> school pickup. But if you need like 20 minutes, yeah, then that, then you know that that is the time of the day. That is your time to go through not, maybe nothing. Maybe you, maybe that, maybe you do sit there. Yeah. Like I know my mom back in the day, she would drop us off. She would go home and she would sit for 30 minutes and have her coffee and watch the Today Show. I mean, that's kind in of my, awesome. In my head, I'm like, you did what now? Yeah. And she's like, I mean, not every day. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do that every day, but like on the days when I got home and feel like I needed to do that, that's what I did. And the expectations that have been set for our generation of motherhood is like, oh no, no, you don't get to do that anymore. Yeah. You don't, you don't get to do that. You don't get to sit down. Even though when you think about it from the hours of 5.30 AM until for my kids an 8.30 drop off. And I have two different drop-offs, which I know you do also. It's like, I've already lived a life. I, isn't, that, isn't that crazy? Once you drop them off, you're like, I'm, is the day half over? Yeah. Especially I with late drop-offs. Like we're done now. Good. Yeah. Because you know? my kids go at nine, which is pretty late. Yeah, that is late. Um, You know what, though? I, I'm not going to try to make it sound like I have it hard at all because – um, my big boys ride their bikes to school, so I don't have to do anything. Oh my god, with that's them. amazing! And I also don't mind the nine a.m. start. Like, yeah. let them sleep in a little bit. Like, especially when we're at sports till late at night, as they're getting older. Yeah, no, know? I agree with that. And half of my kids will sleep a little bit longer. The other half are yeah. up pretty early. My yeah. oldest, though, he'll get up at five forty-five, and then, he, like, at nine, he's like, "I feel like we haven't had enough morning time." And I'm like, "Do you? <gasps> do you feel like that?" Because I fe- feel like this has been a really long three and a half hours. Ooh, this is good. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's a long morning. I know. Um, okay. So I hope I feel like these are some tactical things. I the Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. I feel like we have given people some tactical things, and I know that I hope so. Some people, if they're anything like me, don't want to hear the alcohol thing because I did not want to hear that for a very long time. I did not want to hear that because I wanted to go do it. You had a very powerful podcast. I feel like it was maybe right after mine. Maybe. It might have been the one with my sister. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was. She talked about giving it up because she's she's Mm -hmm. going on like 18 months now and like feels so good. And she's, you know, I I tell her, I'm like, I'm not going to be all or nothing with this. And that's how I am with food, too. Like. Mm-hmm. I, I can't be all or nothing with food or, at all. Like my neighbor, for instance, the one that watched my five-year-old the other day, um, mm-hmm. she's like on this crazy diet and she, I mean, I'm gonna not going to lie. She looks amazing. But I am like, part of me looks at her and I'm like, oh, I wish my stomach was that flat. But part of me is like, no, no, you don't because you want to eat food that you enjoy and you don't want to be restrictive and you just want to like move your body and eat what you love. So that is not to me, maybe to her that's worth it. And that feels great to her. But to me, it's not worth it. I can't do anything all or nothing. You tell me I can't have spaghetti. I'm going to punch you in your face. Yeah, no, I I mean, I agree (laughs) with you. I, and I do not believe in dieting at all. I never have. Um, because I am an all or nothing like it. I, am a, I will give you 110% no matter what, but my, my brain will do that. 
but my body is like, oh yeah, uh-huh. And then you overtrained and then you probably under ate. And now you've got all these issues that uh, keep coming up. Yeah. You know, are you, uh, uh, my question to myself always now that I've learned this is like, how happy are you? Yeah. You know, like I'm pretty damn happy. Yeah. Okay. Then, then you're, then you're doing something right. Totally. Yeah. I think that all or nothing with anything is, is just yep. not healthy. Well, again, that goes back and then that goes back to burnout. Yes. Was, you know, it does. You know, I was just thinking about that not, this morning because yeah. I did, I had a cold. I was like, I had two weeks of really good training with my running. Like I was feeling so fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of ebb and flow a little bit. I'm always, always, always consistent, but yeah. usually I string together two weeks where I'm like, dang, you're doing yeah. some superhuman stuff here for me. <laughs> not for, not yes, for, not for true superhumans, but, um, you're like feeling good. And then, you know, something will happen. Like I got a cold, uh-huh. um, and you're derailed for a little bit and then you can come back. Uh, yeah. but anyway, I, I was coming back. I did 12 mile run on Friday. Felt good. Took a rest day on Saturday. Wow. Worked out normal you know, ish on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then um, Monday I did six miles with my husband. And I was like, I feel like garbage. Like just my body was heavy. My legs were sore. Everything felt like garbage. Yep. And I was like, I tomorrow has to be a rest day. Yeah. Like it just yep. has to be. And yep. I part of you is like, oh, but you've been building, building, building. Like you want to stay consistent. And you already took a rest day on the other on day. On Sunday, two and, days ago. Oh, yep. But I'll oh, tell yeah. you what, I, I took that rest day yesterday and I just had the best run this morning. So it's like, yeah. you have yes. to give yourself those breaks and not feel guilty about it. And no, and it's not like you have to get over the fact that like, I am going to do this for three months. Okay. Well then what's going to happen in three months? Yeah. Like what's going to happen after that? Like I, I want to live till I'm a hundred. So like I've got a lot of months to take care of myself and I will be eating spaghetti and I will be eating chocolate chip cookies along the way Yeah, because I love them. Yeah. So I'm going to have, but I, I, and I also care about being fit and being strong and being able to haul all the things I do around my home and in my yard and whatever, but because that's what I love and that's what I really enjoy. So let's find the ways and the things that work for us to be able to have that for the long term and not just in these like three month stints, because that's wreaking havoc on our hormones and our metabolism our hormones. Yes. And, you know, I've realized to some people listening, they might be like, oh, my gosh, because like 12 miles is a lot. And, you know, what, is a lot. what my like, to that. yeah, like what my workout schedule is. And some people yeah. might think like what I do isn't a lot. So like what my workout yeah. schedule is like whatever that is for you. You know what I yes. mean? Like yours is separate. Again, with a positive comparison. Yeah. Like that's a different, your, your situation is a different situation, but you can, you can still look at it and like, um, figure out what that means for what yeah, you're Yeah. In a parallel through. way. A parallel mm-hmm. way. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. You know I was looking for that word. I did. I did. And I, I, again, it's with the positive comparison and it's understanding that we are all on our own journeys. Yeah. Of that. And we need to appreciate that about each other instead of saying she can do that and I can't. Mm. Well, actually, you could in your own way, you know. So everybody listening, our homework to you is to think of three things you can do to tackle your burnout Mm. feelings head on instead Mm -hmm. of just like talking about like bringing wine to the play date or, you know, no more band-aids, no more band-aids, band-aids like. 
every once in a while, that's okay. But like you need a long-term yeah. fix. Yes. Yeah. Cause otherwise we just keep going through the cycle over and over again. And I don't know. I motherhood and you know this, and I know that you live this too, is like motherhood is our superpower. Mm. Like we need to stop thinking that motherhood is crippling us from reaching our goals or it feels daunting or our kids are here. So I can't, my kids are around. So I can't, well, actually you can, like we were created as mothers and that makes us super human. Yeah. Like you were just saying. Hey friends, one more quick break here. I want to thank Card My Yard for supporting this episode of the podcast. Card My Yard is such a cool way to celebrate occasions in your life. You can honor a birthday, say thank you to a friend, or celebrate someone just because they deserve it in a big, bold way with Card My Yard. You heard from Amy Arnold and Jessica Stanley on this podcast just a few weeks ago, the founders of Card My Yard. We talked about friendship. And we also learned about their business in that episode. And I think it's such a great way, especially if you don't live close to someone, you can surprise them with a birthday greeting in their yard. I love that idea. We're going to get one for my son's 10th birthday in June. I'm really excited about that. And uh, you all can save when you go to cardmyyard.com and use the code CMY5. W-H-Y and receive $5 off your next order. Go to cardmyyard.com. Use the code CMY5Y, CMY, the number five, W-H-Y and receive $5 off your next order. Links to that will be in the show notes at sandyboyproductions.com. All right, friends, back to my conversation with Rachel. You know that phrase like, oh, you just got to get through it or like you're in the weeds or, you know, like, oh, you know, and I've I've always thought this even when my I had babies and not to not to say there weren't days that I didn't just get by. There's plenty been plenty of those, but I like to look at it as like, the whole picture and yeah. like, I don't want to just get by like, you know, yeah. oh, you're tired. Of course, you're tired. You have four kids. And it's like, no, I don't, I don't want to be tired. I don't, I don't need yeah. to be tired. I mean, uh, there's yeah. a shift when you don't have babies waking you up at all hours of the night. So hear me out. Mm-hmm. If you have a newborn right now or a toddler who's getting you up all the time, yeah. I, I get it. You're going to be yeah. tired. Yep. Like yep. you're going to be tired yeah. and, and you awesome. should rest when you can rest. And I'm not telling you to nap when the baby naps because that never worked for me. No, that's, yes. Mm-hmm. I could nope. never fall asleep when my kids were sleeping. Nope. I'd be like laying there and then I just piss myself when, off. When you're to the se- the third and fourth, it's like, really, does anyone want dinner? Yeah. Like, does anyone need a coloring partner? Mm-hmm. Yep, they do. Yeah. And I just like let that go. Like even yeah. with my first, I was just like, they say to nap when your baby naps, but like I have anxiety around sleep. So like I once I let that go and was like, you're going to watch TV and lay on the couch yes. or whatever yes. it is. And even if you just lay here, that counts. It doesn't have yeah, to be actual sleep. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, yeah. I mean, I think that's a hard concept to get, though, like just getting by versus like thriving while you're in it. Mm-hmm. But you have to look at like, OK, this day might feel like this. This day might like feel like this. But like, what does my big picture look like? And I would ask you and the listeners. And as I did, as I do myself always is when you're talking about being in the weeds, being in the weeds is what propels us forward. We have to be in the weeds sometimes in our lives. And 
we have then maybe instead of trying so hard to like escape the weeds, maybe we start to think about like, why am I here? And what, what am I need? Why do I need to be here right now? What does, what do I need? What does my family need right now? That brings me to this place that feels uncomfortable or stuck or sad or worried. And then when you understand it, then you can get yourself out of it instead of, again, just trying to, trying to fix it with alcohol and dark chocolate chips. (laughs) (laughs) Scrolling Instagram. Instagram, comparison, judgment. Thinking of all the, all All the the ways we escape. Yep. All the ways. Mm -hmm. You know, I do find escaping with like a funny TV show serves me so much better than. Oh my God. Do you guys watch New Girl or did you ever watch New Girl? I used to watch New Girl. Is it still kicking? Like, is it still going on? No. Oh God, no. It's long gone. But my husband and I, like, because we're in the crazy season of our life where we're not home till 9 p.m. every night, but we want to like sit down for a minute together. So we've been re-watching it just because we were like, whatever, let's just put it on. We cry laughing every single night we watch it. And we've already seen the whole thing. I can't remember. I I haven't seen the whole thing. I don't think I have at least. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. And yes, that is so needed in our lives right now, like 30 minutes where we just sit on the couch in the dark and laugh. Mm. And then we go to bed at 930. (laughs) Okay. So speaking of that, um, let's talk about some things that we're loving to bring some fun energy to the, to the listener. Mm -hmm. Okay. You go first. What's your first thing? Okay. So I talk about this a lot and I'll have, I can send you the link to it so you can add it to the show notes, but it is this Australian brand. It's called Sun Butter and they have tinted moisturizer. It's super cost effective and I've been using it for a couple years and that's all I use on my face is their tinted moisturizer. So it's an SPF of 50 plus I use it like as my base. That's all the makeup I use. It comes in a tin. They're a very eco-friendly brand. I am obsessed. And then I just got there when we were on spring break, they have um, sunscreen too and it's reef safe. And SPF 30 or 50, my kids comes in a tin. My kids can use it themselves. It doesn't like squirt everywhere and whatever. So, um, I'm, I love it. What is it? I, Australian? It's well, it's an Australian brand. Okay. Um, it's oh. called sun butter. Sun butter. Okay. Yep. I love it. Okay. Um, so that was the first one. Okay. I love that. I, yep. um, I haven't, I was using the beauty counter sunscreen for the oh, past yeah. couple years. Yeah, I use that for my kids too. Yeah, I haven't settled on a sunscreen that I like love. And they say like, you know, don't use the crap with all the stuff in it and the zinc oxide is good and I never know. And I'm and then I'm just like, ah, we just can't get sunburned. Just here, put something I know. on you. <laughs> I know, I, yeah, I agree. And look, you can't do it all the time. And the Beauty Counter one I feel like is expensive last time I- It is expensive and honestly, yeah. that is kind of my issue with Beauty Counter. But I feel like- Every good quality brand is expensive. Yeah. Well, um, then you should try this one because it was no more than $30. Okay. Comes in. Okay. Because yep. my thing with beauty counter is always like, okay, like this is nice. You're advocates for safe beauty, but like only like 5% of the population can afford your safe beauty. And we have four kids. I'm right. buying like four containers of them a yeah, summer. I know. It, that's the, you know, the least amount. I know. I know. I'm always conflicted, but then I always go back and buy more. 
<laughs> yeah, me too. Well, because I'm like, well, I don't want my kids to have chemicals inside their bodies. And then, blah, blah, blah. I yep. know. But then I am the mom that shows up at the pool and I forgot my sunscreen. And I'm just spraying whatever yeah. like oh, me too. Yeah. Australian gold or whatever it is yeah. that the person oh, at the pool absolutely. has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. My first thing is the sweat app, which oh. I've been using for two years now. This is just my like um, strength training app that I use. Okay. And there's like different programs, but it's, I find it so helpful because if I'm like, I want to do chest and tries, but like, uh, I can't think of like, you know, it gives yeah. you like three pyramids yeah. and two supersets and you can just knock it out. Just do it. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's either 12 or $20 a month, but to me it's okay. totally worth it. I don't have a gym membership and yeah. um, we have a good amount of weights, but not a ton. And you can always like substitute things, which by the way, right before this call, it was lat pull down was the exercise and I don't have a lat pull down. And so I looked up substitutes and it was like reverse chin up. And I'm like, no, I don't yeah. do that. But yeah, that sounds terrible. Anyway, the sweat app is, is really okay. great. Okay. My second one actually is very much along the same lines. And mine is I've been loving beach body lately. Oh, it's very and similar. I know, I know there's a you know, so look, I've been doing Beachbody for 15 years. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't it's know been that. Like my consistent thing through everything in my life. You know, like I can most days, especially when I had little babies, I would roll out of bed and go downstairs in my pajamas with no bra and turn on my workout, whatever one I was doing. And I felt alive. Like it was it was great. It was before I even thought anything of it. I mean, that was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think anything of it. And then recently I got involved in more of like the business side of it. And I'm like, okay, like you guys project a little bit of the MLM that I don't love. I know. That's but, hard. But I've been doing this for so long. Like, yeah. and it's just so good. 15 years um, is a long time. It is. And I've been doing like the, the Shakeology, the protein shake. So that's actually what I was going to talk about is I, my kids drink it. My husband drinks it every day. Like I've tried all the different brands and it's so good. We use the vegan vanilla one. And I know, especially with your fourth, I feel like, are you eating real food? I know that's my third, but yes. And maybe a half a peanut butter sandwich Uh at Allfield. But every day my husband like whips up this smoothie and I don't even know what else is in it besides this shake and, and it's not just protein. It's like he gets prebiotics, probiotics, Mm -hmm. vitamin D, like all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, job is done. Moving on. Yes. You know, and we're like in the busiest season of our lives right now, um, literally in spring, but also with the ages of our kids. And so it's, it's an immediate, like it's yummy. I make it into cookie dough. I make it into smoothies. And I just know that it's giving me what I need. Um, so that's my second thing. I'm a total, I'm totally sold forever. Um, yeah, we do smoothies. I use the Prevenex protein powder, but we, that's like hmm. the one meal a day or mini meal yeah. that I'm like, oh my gosh, my kids are getting fruits and vegetables. Cause I always sneak a yep. handful of spinach and like, oh yeah. fruit in it. Yep. Yeah. So do I don't eat. even, yep. I don't even like sneak. Consumer. They see me do it, but they can't taste the spinach. So they don't care. Oh. And, it, and it's not green. Um, it's purple. Cucumber the, doesn't taste like anything either. Yeah. When you add it. So I yeah. use cucumber sometimes. Cucumber yeah. doesn't, t- you can't taste the cucumber, huh? No, not in mine. Huh. I don't know. Okay. My, uh, my second is, um, a book. 
Mm. by Sherry Lapina. Okay. Called Someone We Know. I don't know it. It's just like a suspense kind of thriller, but it's not like (gasps) too scary. I recently shared it on Instagram, but now I'm reading another one of her books. It's like, it's the kind of book where I, I'm kind of weird. I read on the treadmill. I know people think that's strange, but I put the font on my Kindle just like really big and it helps pass the time. It's a great idea. Um, it's I so good. That. Yeah. But those are the kind of books I need. Like I, I don't want yeah. a deep thinking book. I just want like a book where I can like be excited about what I'm going to read I on agree. the next page. So um, yep. I think her books in general, if you haven't checked them out, are really good. They're just like easy, fast, suspenseful, but not too scary. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've heard of her before and I do need a good one that's easier to read for sure. Because I read a lot of the business books. Yes, I know. I'm like, I need a a beach one somehow. I'll get to a beach. I got out of the business ones for a while. I was like, okay, you've read too many of these. You need to like calm down. and Because you're like so much input. What am I actually going to do? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I need to actually have some action around that. I agree. Okay, my last one is, uh, and I had to bring the container because I forgot what it was called. I got it on Goop, but it's the Chroma brand. And it is their beauty matcha latte. So it's collagen, turmeric, and ginger. And I, some days I'll just do like a matcha latte. If I add a little um, vanilla to it, then it's not as like that bitter taste. Yeah. But usually I just add like a teaspoon of this to like my actual coffee with oat milk. And then I wanted to slide in another one, my mini frother. Do you have a mini frother? My, yeah, my kids broke it, but yeah. I've had two that they've broken, so. That's good to know because my four-year-old is insistent that he wants to play with it. And I'm yeah. like, sure. Uh-huh. But now I will. Yeah. Now I will. I mean, mine were super cheap. They weren't like any, I mean, they're not expensive, but still, yeah, I haven't replaced it. Yeah. So I love this one because yes, the matcha is great, whatever. Turmeric, we all know is great. But for, yeah. for me, for my gut stuff, like the ginger. Okay. And I'm supposed to have ginger every day. Really? Which I'm like I was never doing that before, but okay, let's do that. Um, and I love it. I'm obsessed. So what yep. is, do you know what ginger, like why ginger is so helpful for the gut? No, it's okay. If you I don't. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know why. Um, I feel like it neutralizes. Yeah. For me, I need like the neutralizing of all the acid. Uh-huh. And so it's super alkaline. Uh-huh. So that could be why too. And sort of like settles. Well, think about it. Like when you have ginger ale. Yes. You know, so like, I'm just trying to add the real ginger. I always just like, even if it's placebo fle- effect, I want to do it. <laughs> Yeah. With ginger. <laughs> you know. Just try it. I mean, why not? Sure. Um, my last thing is this. Uh, do you use a lash serum? Yes. Okay. I use the Hello Skincare and it's just like their lash therapy. Okay. I've been using it for a year and I'm like, I remember when they sent it, I was like, I don't think this is going to really do anything. But now I'm like, I can't imagine my eyelashes without it. It's just crazy yeah. how much better your mascara applies and just how yeah. full... I've never had full eyelashes. I know. My husband thinks it's the weirdest thing in the world. How does it work? I don't do false eyelashes either. No. But, and I, my girlfriend does Rodan and Fields, so I use theirs. Oh, you use theirs. And I was super skeptical, but then like all of a sudden, all of my girlfriends had the insane lashes. I'm like, wow, why are we talking about this? Like, did you guys all get your lashes done together? They were like, no, we just started using this serum. And so it was like a year ago too. Yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. And I'm assuming the Hello Skincare one is probably similar in price to the Rodan yeah. Fields. I didn't think it was going to work though because it's like vegan and like supposedly all natural. And I'm like, oh gosh, this is. I'm going to look at that one because I love because Rodan Fields is not like the vegan yeah. one. Okay, so what's it called again? It's Hello, Hello. Skincare. Oh yeah, okay. and it's called Lash Therapy. I 
I seriously, I still like am shocked that it works so well. I still, and yeah. I'm, I've only, no, me too. I'm only on my second bottle and I use it every day. I like really dig yeah. in there. Like I really yeah. like use it till it's totally empty, but I know I'm due for another one because it's starting to, then you get a new one and it's like all fresh. Oh and, yeah. It's all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like I've gone down to where now I can, I only do it probably twice a week and I'm still like, Oh okay, really? Fine. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't be doing it every day. I actually don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I stopped using it completely. Like after the first bottle, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. My lashes be like this forever. And then they went back and I, and I went to my girlfriend <laughs> and she was like, Rachel, you need to like, like, like maintain it. But again, me like a hundred percent, 110% or yeah. like I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I missed that part of the education. I do think the lash <laughs> therapy is every day, but you know what? Like even though those bottles are expensive, I'm like, it's cheaper than actually getting eyelashes yes, put on. Me too. <laughs> me too. And like, I don't have to buy, I don't really use um, eyeliner then. So, yeah. okay. Take something else off. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Rachel. Well, this was super fun. Yes, as always. It was very fun. Thank I, you for having me. I'm so grateful you came back. Oh, yeah. Um, catch us up real quick, though. What are you doing with your yeah. coaching and your Awakening yes. to Other project? And Look, at, we didn't even get to that. I know. What I can't believe it. I feel terrible. For so long. Um, I mean, a lot of it, actually, we did talk about. Yeah, true. Now, through the Awakening Motherhood project, um, which has really evolved since last year when oh, I started yeah. it, really started as a place for me to write, a place for me to kind of collect information. Um, I have published two books and I'm working on publishing a third. I do a lot of speaking to women's groups and organizations about things like burnout and how women, we can reclaim our identities in motherhood and use that energy and confidence that we do or we have by turning inward to propel our businesses and to find joy in the stage of life that we're in. So I do a lot of speaking. I do work one-on-one with clients who um, want a more intensive, like I go through Ikigai, I go through more um, ancient Ayurvedic tools that I use to really heal us from the inside out and to let go of those expectations of our society and our family and things like that. Um, and then I run a small group, but I run a team. I coach a team of women through movement and nutritional programs and things like that. You know, it's been really cool because when I first talked to you a year ago, like you were kind of like just getting started with this yeah, yeah. and you just like believed in yourself and it's been yeah. really cool to see how you've expanded and yeah. I mean, you and you're so confident about it, too. Like, I really look up to you for that. Like, nice. you believe so much in what you're doing and it people receive it. Yeah, thank you. I I mean, I appreciate that coming from you so much. You know, I have valued your opinion and your presence so much in my life. And I am really, really grateful for our friendship and our connection. And I just think, like, the more we can do that for each other, then, okay, then the next woman, then she can do it for someone and do it for herself. And then the next woman and the next woman. And, like, that's kind of, that's kind of the point. Everybody giving each other a little push. Yeah, exactly. So good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we have to do this again because we're at at an hour and we we could have gone on, gone off on 10 different things. (laughs) I know we could. Thank you for having me. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for being here today. Go give Rachel a follow on Instagram. She's Rachel underscore Amarante on Instagram. Check out the awakening motherhood project.com to learn more about what she's doing over there. Uh, you can find me. I'm Lindsay Hines, six, two, six on Instagram 
at Lindsay Hine on Twitter. And uh, this podcast, Why Is Everyone Yelling, is Why Is Everyone Yelling on Instagram. You can learn more about the Sandy Boy Network, podcast network, when you go to sandyboyproductions.com. All right, friends, thanks for being here. And we'll see you next week on Why Is Everyone Yelling?